this sculpture um, is a famous sculpture that was made during the classical Roman era and was discovered again in Rome uh, in the early 1500s. It depicts a Trojan priest named Laquan who was there during the final days of the Greek siege of the city of Troy. <clears throat> Laocoon was a priest of Poseidon, and he is famous for saying the words, beware Greeks bearing gifts. When the, Roman, or when the Greeks came with their horse to give as a gift of peace to the Trojans, Laocoon said, do not accept this gift, do not bring it into the city, and send it back. And because of this, Laocoon died. The gods were upset with Laocoon. They sent snakes, they sent serpents out from the water to devour Laocoon and his two sons. And this sculpture commemorates this mythological death of Laocoon. It is a picture of him and his two sons being devoured by snakes. Um, the poet Virgil said, at the same time he stretched out his hands to tear the knots of snakes, his body soaked with saliva and black venom. At the same time he lifted horrendous cries to heaven, like the bellowing of a bull when fleeing from the altar, a wounded bull that has shaken the ill-aimed axe from its neck. And what then is the moral of the story? What is the purpose of the death of Lacan? If you save your country, if you try to save your countrymen, if you try to help those who you love and who you care about, you'll be struck down and you will die. That is the moral of Laocoon. And we see in his face purposeless, meaningless anguish. His death and his suffering served no greater purpose. He merely died a meaningless, and horrible death because he tried to save those who he loved. And this anguish, this pain, and this suffering reminds me, or at least it puts me in mind of some of these um, people who we have been reading about and studying in the book of Revelation. I think specifically uh, in our most recent class, we read about the seven bowls of God's wrath and in Revelation chapter 6, beginning in verse 8, it reads, And the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and it was allowed to scorch with fire. And they were scorched by a fierce heat, and they cursed the name of God who had power over these plagues, and they did not repent or give him glory. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and on the kingdom was plunged into darkness. And people gnawed on their tongues in anguish, and cursed the God of heaven for their pain and sores, for they did not repent of their deeds. And furthermore, we see what is the end result for those who worship the beast? What is the end result for those who love this life? We see in chapter 14 and verses 17, um, when the three angels are, um, have given their messages, their gospel of good news to the servants of God, we find that there's another angel that comes out with a sickle, and an, an angel says, Put your sickle and gather the clusters from the vine of the earth where its grapes are ripe, 
And so the angel swung its sickle across the earth and gathered the great harvest of the earth and threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress wine was trodden outside the city, and blood flowed from the winepress as high as a horse's saddle for 1,600 stadia. Um, for those of us who weren't in the class, uh, that would be a lake of blood stretching from here to Auburn, Alabama. It would take over 100 years for the blood to drain from the top of your neck down. And all of this blood, all of this violence for these people is worthless. It is meaningless. There's nothing that's good is going to come out of their suffering and out of their anguish. In fact, we almost, in today's Bible class, we'll see the woman, mystery in Babylon, who's drinking the blood of the saints and is making herself drunk with blood and we see that her violence and her and her, um, her 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 lust for blood is ultimately meaningless, and this stands in stark contrast to what we as Christians understand. I was speaking to our brother Josh Jones just yesterday at um, at, at Haley and Luke's. And he was telling me that uh, he was mourning for the death of one of his brothers, uh, a brother in Christ who died unexpectedly of a heart attack. He was a healthy man, and he died. And how he was described to me was he was a Barnabas. And, and Josh said to me, he looks forward to the day that I will get to meet this man, the servant of God. And this shows us that we as Christians... There is meaning in our suffering. And most importantly, there is meaning in the suffering of Jesus Christ. My opinion is that most, of, most if not all of John's writing is specifically pointed to the Lord's Supper. Um, that's, that's more of a personal opinion. But we see throughout the book of Revelation that John brings up over and over the blood, the blood specifically of the Lamb and what the blood of the Lamb does is our reason for living, is our reason and our purpose, is what sanctifies us and it's what saves us and it's what anoints our tribulation and our trial. And as we are about to go into this time of the Lord's Supper, I'm going to read us uh, just a few passages from the book of Revelation and even though um, we're specifically focusing and thinking on the blood of the Lamb, um, just keep in mind the, the, the body of Christ as well. <clears throat> I'm just going to be reading these kind of rapid fire, but I'll be beginning in Revelation chapter 5. And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders I saw a lamb standing as it had been slain with seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living elders and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayer of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open the seals, for you were slain, and by your blood 
you ransomed the people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign in the earth. And I looked and I heard around the throne and the four living creatures and the elders, the, many, the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature and every one on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all of them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. And after this I looked and behold a multitude who no one could number from every nation and from all tribes and peoples and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed in white robes with their palm branches in their hands and crying with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their face before the, the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever. Amen. And one of the elders addressed me, Who are these with ripe robes, and from where have they come? And, he said to, and I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones who are coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. And they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb is in the midst of the throne, he will be their shepherd. And he will guide them to springs of living water. And God will wipe every tear from their eyes. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has, come, has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives even unto death. And then I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and one sitting on it who is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems, and he has a name written that no one knows but himself. He is clothed in a white robe, dipped in blood, and, by, and the name on which he is called is the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, arrayed in fine linen and white and pure, were following him on white horses. From his mouth goes a sharp sword from which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron, and he will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God, the Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and with a loud voice he called to all the birds and that fly directly overhead, Come, gather for the great supper of God. And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you his servants who fear him, small and great. And I heard what seemed to be a voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, like the sound of many peals of thunder, crying, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him glory, for the marriage supper of the Lamb has come, 
and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted for her to clothe herself in fine linen, white and pure, for the fine linen to steeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Come, let us enjoy the supper of the Lamb.